Looking at the best things to do in London and beyond? From food to fitness, bars to going out, this is the AT, the About Time Podcast. And welcome back to the AT show. We're I'm back. I'm excited. Although it feels like a really long time since we've done one. So. I feel like we've eaten a lot of mince pies since the last one. A lot of mince pies, drank a lot of Baileys. I'm done. I'm back. We're back, fresher than ever, and wearing a new jumper. It's all good. We're actually uh, we're recording from my boyfriend's house this week, and there is a plant next to Alicia that we've been trying to figure out for like months. In the daytime, the plant sort of sags and the leaves go towards the ground. In the evening, the leaves go up towards the ceiling. It's a mystical so, plant. <laughs> it likes the lights. Anyone can explain this, let us know. Anyway, hi. Join the bowl of nuts as well. <laughs> We've got some salted pistachios and some walnuts and some dates. So. Just, just for the guests later. And some whiskey. And so. some whiskey. <laughs> Keeping it clean. We're, we're, we're fully stocked. So what are we talking about today, Alicia? We are talking about trends. 2018 trends. Uh, restaurants, concepts, events, what's on. Basically just like your lowdown for the year ahead. Yes, but mainly the month of January. Really. Why do I? Yeah, yeah. We were atten- intending to do the whole year, and then we got through January, and we were like, right, that's enough. <laughs> so we're going to tell you everything you need to know about January in London. If this is the ultimate guide to January in London. Okay, maybe that's what we'll call it. I like that. <laughs> so kicking off, I think that sustainable eating is going to be the next big thing. And why do you think that, Angelica? Because I got a press release. <laughs> no. That just dropped into your inbox. just dropped into my inbox. No, but genuinely got some, some interesting stats about kind of eating habits for the year ahead. And there was a study done at the end of last year that said there was a 9.7% growth in the ethical food and drink market. And also that the organic market grew to 1.81 billion, which is a massive growth. So I think organic... It's going to be huge. And there's loads of restaurants now that state that all their ingredients are organic and those places that are opening that are organic only. I think people are starting to be really interested in the organic movement. And maybe it's because a lot more people are vegetarian and vegan. Yes, I do agree. with Well, I'm doing for January. Yeah, you're doing it because I said you couldn't, you would never make it. <laughs> it's now just become a bit of a protest. I mean, you are aware that most people don't go vegan to try and prove something to their boss. That's not why people do it. I'm not even like, do you even care about the animals? Uh, no. Oh I mean, my yeah. God. No, I do care. Sorry. You're no, I get do. so trolled. No. I do. No, I do care. But Jill said that I. You care more about me. what I think of you more. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to prove a point. Um, How's it going? Do you know what? It's going well. Um, I mean, I haven't buggered it up, which is good. Um, but I don't miss. It's not the meat I miss. I don't. It's, it's the eggs, isn't it? You and I'm wearing egg. an egg jumper right now. You missed the eggs. Because I missed an egg. Um, it's just, you know, scrambled eggs. Have you had any nightmares where you've gone to places and you've said you're doing vegan and they just, they just don't want any part of it? Um, Has anyone been really rude to you? Not actually. So they've been really good. Um, I had to go to Somerset with my mum and um, we went to ZZ's because that's my mum's favourite restaurant. Yeah. She loves ZZ's. Like, Most parents always love chains. <laughs> My grandma won't go anywhere but Cote Brasserie. Yeah, and she calls it cot, <laughs> which I thoroughly enjoy. Um, yeah, so ZZ's, 
amazing because they had their own vegan menu. So you weren't you weren't like showing the door. No, also ask Italian. See, I went somewhere the other day and I asked for a DSL, also known as a decaf soy latte. I'm trying to make it a thing. Okay, and it's like DHL, the parcel company. <laughs> similar. I asked for a DSL and they and then they were like, "What the hell's that?" And then I said, "But and, but they weren't very nice about it." But then I also asked for a demi decaf, which is one shot of coffee caffeinated, one shot of decaf coffee, and then they just told me no. Is that a thing? Well, I'm trying to make it a thing. Because, you know, the thing is, single-shot lattes taste like nothing, but two-shot lattes make me crazy. So I want to make a one-shot latte with an extra shot of coffee. Does that make sense? Yeah. A demi a lot of hard work, <laughs> but I enjoy it. But what I will say is that when we were in Somerset, we went to this farm shop for breakfast, and there was nothing vegan. So I just had some toast with just some jam but no butter and it was a really sad state of affairs actually (laughs) because they didn't really like toast the bread it was just like wafted over the thing is with veganism i feel like you have to be quite planned otherwise you end up eating just like not particularly enjoyable mixtures of foods like my um boyfriend's housemate is vegan got back last night really late from work like quarter to one in the morning wasn't hadn't prepped anything so he just ate a tin of red kidney beans in chili sauce cold because we don't have a microwave and um cold rice with some vegan pesto yeah, who doesn't have a microwave in 2018? Basically, don't ever be a lawyer. It's mine. <laughs> oh no, we don't have a microwave. No, that's not right. Why? It's good. It's healthy. It's because you can't have anything that needs to be microwaved. I know, but what about those packets of rice that you put in for two minutes? Because I can't cook rice. Oh, that's a problem. I feel like we've gone off topic. We're going to be talking about. Oh yeah, so um, well, we kind of went slightly on the topic a little. On bit. and off at the same time. So organic being a big yes. thing. Simon and Penny Rogan. I'm presuming that's his wife. Um, is Simon Rogan the bald man from Sunday Brunch? Uh, no, I think that's another guy. I think he is bald though. <laughs> Need to double check that one. Is it something to do? With Probably the not going to send this to the PR now. Um, <laughs> Roganic is his new London I don't, restaurant. Actually, I think I've got the wrong man. I think you have. I don't think that's Simon Rogan. I'm really I think sorry, I know Simon Rogan. <laughs> Um, Roganic is their restaurant and it's um, all organic food and it's all about seasonality. It's definitely the wrong man. I've just been <laughs> showing you that. It. Yeah, it's the wrong man because Simon wrote, I think it was the man that was, I was thinking about the, the guy off Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, yeah, that's not Simon Rogan. <laughs> but he's anyway, called Simon. If you though. want to check out some great organic food, um, Roganic is opening this month and it looks pretty great. Yes, it does. Um, and actually, on the back of that, we do have a lot of restaurants, new restaurants so opening. So many new restaurants opening. Lots of very exciting ones and lots of second restaurants by places that people They're love. branching out. Yeah, lots of that. 2018. So what, what's happening? Um, it was only a matter of time, really, before the Ivy Cafe descended on Blackheath, really. I had to ask Lizzie where Blackheath was. I've actually been to Blackheath. Is it on the tube? No. Oh. It's in, like, past Greenwich. Not into it. It's very, like, villagey. It feels a bit like Richmond. Is it shishi? Mate, so shishi, <laughs> so shishi, and I actually bought, uh, went into a flower shop there. Oh, I'm very middle class of you. Yeah. So they're opening an Ivy Cafe on the 31st of January. Yes. And you can start uh, reservations open on the 17th of January. Yes. There's like shepherd. Yeah. What you'd expect in the Ivy, really? Shepherd's pie, grilled lobster, European inspired dishes. The last time I went to the Ivy, I like, honestly, it took me 45 minutes to read the menu, by which point I was so overwhelmed. There's basically nothing they don't do. Yeah, it's it's too much, I think. There's a lot of them now. So Ivy Blackheath, that's very exciting for the residents of Blackheath. Yes, because they don't have a tube stop, so. (laughs) But they've got an Ivy. (laughs) Um, Also, quite exciting, Rudy's, which is a Caribbean restaurant, which you really love. I actually do love Rudy's. They have one on um, Dolson Kingsland, and... 
their jerk chicken is fabulous i'd really recommend it and when i went they had this rum cake on the menu and mm. it was bloody delicious so they really's whole mission is to make people know uh, Caribbean food a little bit better and Jamaican food particularly and get people trying stuff so they do things like curry goat and jerk chicken jerk pork and then they've got also a mushroom um, a roti wrap that they're famous for and they're opening their you say time. roti? yeah isn't it roti? or is it roti? I mean I say roti but hey each you, say, you say most things wrong though so I wouldn't trust you for that <laughs> this is true Grace Dent really raved about this place when she went to review really? it really? interesting so, and we, um, trust, we trust Grace I think we trust Grace oh no producer's making a face can't get away with that now, can you? Okay, we're going to get trolled for that as well, Angelica. <laughs> so much troll. Let's just not put this one out. Um, Rudy's is opening in Box Park in Shoreditch. Yeah, that's going to be good. And really they've got like good. a grab and go bit as well. Yes. Very cool. Get involved. Also, I think very big for this year is Fusion. So much Fusion. I can't tell you, lovely listeners, how many PR meetings Alicia and I sit through where someone tells us about their new restaurant that's opening, like their client, and I'll be like, yeah, it's a mix between kind of Scandi, Nordic meets Korean with a touch of British culture. And you're like, what? Like, we've been in so many of those pitches. And they were like, yeah, I've just learned nod and smile. Yeah. Nod and smile. Yeah. Like Scandi French. That was a big thing. Oh, yeah, it was. And I was like, but what is Scandi French? And they're like, but you know, Scandi French. And I was like, is that like an open baguette rice sandwich? Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. They're like, but, but you know, Scandi French. <laughs> so you can't just put two words together. It's like they, they were in a meeting. They were like throwing a tennis ball around the room being like, uh, name a cuisine. Scandi French. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, if you're interested in fusion cuisines, there's a new place called Bistro Myri. I'm glad you is, said that because I couldn't say the last Yeah, word. I think it's Myri. It could be Miri. I think it's Myri. We, um, which was a hollowed pop-up supper club. So they've been doing them all over London and they're opening their first permanent bricks and mortar restaurant in Fulham. Um, and it's a French cuisine with a Japanese flair. Lovely. <laughs> what, is, what do you reckon that is? Like steak tartare with a bit of wasabi. Mm, okay. All right. Maybe. A French martini with a bit of steak on the top. Like a layer. Just a layer of steak. <laughs> yeah i'm not even sure a french martini is actually french um so anyway if you'd like to try that apparently it's got a nice kind of supper club experience feel to it i mean that's quite that's quite nice for fulham yeah i think that'll fit in quite well <laughs> i think i think they'll love it in fulham um also in that neck of the woods is the manor no we're in clapham now well they're close aren't they oh come on i live in north london clapham fulham they're, they're both end in ham <laughs> do you want us oh god we're gonna get a barrage T- tell us about the manor um well the manor's great actually uh, it's really lovely, but it's actually getting reinvented mm-hmm. uh, this year. Uh, Sorella, uh, an, at- uh, an Italian outfit uh, inspired by um, Robin's time on the Amalfi Coast. So it's all turning into sort of pasta yeah. affair. And Gnocchi, gelato. Gelato. <laughs> <laughs> Linguini. So all of gelato these... doesn't sound so romantic when you say it. No, gelato. And they're doing um, smoked Negronis and nice things like that. Yeah, no, this is good for Clapham. I think this is what Clapham needs. Yeah. Really. So the Manor is the sister restaurant to the Dairy in Clapham, yeah, which and people the go mad for. The Dairy is good. Mm. Well, that's very exciting for Clapham people. Also, exciting for people that like dumplings, there's a new restaurant opening in London called Red Farm, which is massive in the States. NYC Red Farm. It's just all, yeah, it's coming to London and it's famous for these Pac-Man dumplings. They look like Pac-Man. Ooh. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, the like, shape of... Pa- eh, eh, eh. Yeah. 
I mean, she's doing a hand gesture, which doesn't, doesn't translate very well on a podcast, but just imagine Pac-Man and then turn it into a dumpling form in your head. Um, and they do really famous ones. They also do like um, dumplings with soup in them and steamed Ooh, lobster. Dumplings. Soupy dumplings. It's actually yeah. going to be near, uh, next to Balthazar, which I love. Oh, cool. Okay, so if you can't get a table at Balthazar, then you can go get some dumplings instead. Yes, they also do non-dumpling things as well okay. on the menu. So you've got barbecue duck and sautéed diced lamb with Chinese broccoli. I'm actually going to New York on Friday and I'm going to the original Casual, uh, Casual drop there, ladies. There, sorry, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> um, you can tweet me some tips, please, at Charlie Mellon. Um, yeah, no, I'm going and I'm going to the original Red Farm. I mean, I'm, I'm actually veg- really jealous because I really love I'm dumplings. veggie and I can't eat like anything on the menu, but I just want to go for the sake of it, for the gram. <laughs> oh, for the grass. If nothing Get else. sweet lights. And also, um, Daddy Daddy Bow in Tooting. Well, everything's happening in South. Yeah. Where's the, where's the, where's the North London love? Poor curation on our part, I'd say. Um, it's by the team behind uh, Mr. Bow. So expects, you know, milky buns of, of greatness, really. <laughs> Stuff with pork, pickles, peanut powder, beer marinated. That is like such a tongue twister. <laughs> say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> pork pickles and peanut powder um and there's also beer marinated prawns as well and spice spring onion wow so, uh, so basically a lot of unusual cuisine coming to london yeah i think a lot of just madness <laughs> they're like 2018 lads let's throw the rule book out the window exactly if you don't want to go to a new restaurant and you just want to check out a new menu there's also loads of those zoomers doing a fish and vegetable only no meat menu inspired by japan and the healthy food of japan um it's three courses loads of sushi and all that kind of stuff sounds very yummy also not if you ever go to zuma have you, have you been uh yes i have been once did you get the dessert platter yes it's unbelievable <laughs> It's, so it's actually good. worth just going for the dessert platter. <laughs> it's off menu, so it's it's not on the menu. You have to specially request it. It's 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 a tiki party. For me, the thing is, Zuma is a bit like Nobu, and that if I ever make a decision to go there, I judge myself really heavily that I can't actually enjoy the experience. Like people that go to Nobu, you know? Yeah. Just on a casual like Wednesday. Well, where do you fancy Zuma and Nobu? Yeah. Just me and a load of Russians. Hello. Um, yes, and also the Gore London and the Pelham London. Um, have got a really cute Winnie the Pooh um, afternoon tea. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Um, and there's little things that's... Eeyore's w- sweet treat. Um, and Tigger on a passion fruit striped ma- macaron. Yeah. That's cute. Family friendly. It's 43 <laughs> quid, which also includes tickets to the Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh exhibition at the, the V&A. The Betby Scones. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Like, not. I like themed afternoon teas, but... If there aren't scones, you're not interested. Yeah. Speaking of tea... Um, another news story this week is um, the tea selfie is becoming a thing. So the selfie Chino has launched at the tea terrace at Harvey Nicks. And basically, you download the app, you take a photo of yourself, and you send it to the barista on the app. And in 30 seconds, they use like a 3D printing machine to put your face on the coffee. Isn't that cool? Welcome to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's wow, great. Wow, what a time. And, but I think they've got so much more publicity than they were expecting with it. They've actually launched like a whole separate website. I think their whole concept is doing better than the original tea shop. Should we go get one? Yeah, it's quite self-indulgent though, isn't it? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Selfie Gino. Anyway, fine. coming up next, we've got some amazing guests on the show um, who are going to be talking to you all about 2018 trends and we will introduce them in a sec. This is the AT. The About Time podcast. Welcome back. Um, we're joined by Olivia Wallenberg. Hello, everyone. Um, 
And you're the founder of Olivia's, Ki- Olivia's Kitchen. Yes, it's confusing. I dropped the O for the company name. But... For the cool... <laughs> who needs an O? Like, <laughs> who, who needs the vowels? Absolutely. Um, okay, for anyone who doesn't, is not familiar with Olivia's Kitchen, tell us a bit more about it. So Livia's Kitchen specialises in creating sweet treats and desserts with nutritional twists. We make really indulgent, delicious treats, but with all good, natural, wholesome ingredients. So we never compromise on taste. I like it. That's Thank a you. good. Yeah. And she's got that really <laughs> Normally we have like people that are like go on for ages and then we have to try and eke it out and then make it work for them. No, You're no. just like bam, I'm you in. You have to have Is it. Is this down. dragon's yeah. death? No, like when, when you do Giles, like, we, do we have to invest in the company now? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm in. I'm in. How much do you need? Sign so, brand ambassadors. Yeah. Give um, so how so what is the story behind why why did you set up why did you set this up? So there's no dairy. No so nasties. there's no dairy, no gluten, no refined sugar, no nasty. So we pride ourselves on being completely natural, no additives, no preservatives. And the reason why is because three years ago I was diagnosed with a whole host of different food intolerances. Um, and before that I had been the biggest sugar monster and carb monster, pizza, pasta and a lot of cake. That was my thing. Um, and so when I was told that I couldn't eat those things anymore, I, I really felt like I went into a state of depression. I didn't know what to do without my jam donuts in the afternoon and all the chocolate cake that I used to eat. And I thought there has to be another way of making those treats, but without those ingredients. So I started doing testing in my parents' kitchen. And at the time, I was doing neuroscience. Um, so I, I was like studying neuroscience and baking in my parents' kitchen and then suddenly realised that these cakes I was making tasted really good. Um, and so decided to make a massive career change and take a risk and go for it. And there was a clear gap in the market because products like the ones that we create don't exist. Um, and they, there was nothing quite like them. And so I saw the gap and I just decided to go for it. Amazing. It's so, it's so nice just to see people like chasing their dreams and, and creating something when they feel like it has to happen. Yeah. What, was, what was the response like when you first brought them out? Um, Well, obviously, no one had a clue who I was and what my company was doing. And so it took a lot to really get into people's minds. Um, But the response immediately was amazing. Um, I started dropping... I I started the range with a range of crumbles um, because everyone in Britain knows a crumble, an apple crumble. So I just did that. Alicia and I are looking at each other because we loved loved the crumbles. Yeah, the the crumbles crumbles were so Everyone loves the crumbles. I remember when I first met you, you were in Selfridges. I remember. And I was just like... doing some tastings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just kept going around the shop and coming back for more. Yeah, they were were so, so, so good. But they weren't easy to... It wasn't an easy product to scale. No, it was a chilled product. And so to do a chilled product with only natural ingredients and Mm. not using huge amounts of sugar and preservatives isn't that feasible. And when you want to be mainstream and scale up quite quickly, it proved to be too tricky. And so we had to go down the ambient route quite quickly. Mm. Um, But we actually did produce the crumbles for a year and a half in my parents' kitchen, which was an interesting adventure. (laughs) Um, My parents' house was a crumble factory. It must have always smelled amazing. Unbelievable, but it was hugely stressful. Like My parents really had to give up their whole house for that. 
That's love right there. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so what products what products are you making at the moment? What's on the shelves? So we have Raw Millionaire Bites, which was the product we bought out after Crumbles. Um, and then most recently we have launched Bicky Bombs, which are completely unique to Livia's Kitchen. Everyone says, what's a Bicky Bomb? And I say, well, you've got to try it to know what it is. Um, it's completely novel and innovative, but just so delicious. Once you've had one, you want them all. Um, and then this year we are bringing out nuglets, um, which again is it's a completely new concept. It belongs to us, and um, we're bringing them out in March, which is very exciting. Are we allowed to know what nuglets are? What is a nuglet? Oh, what is a nuglet? Is it like a hybrid of something? It's a nuglet is a little. It's a. Is it a mini biscuit? Um, it's not a biscuit, so a tea cake. Oh no, not a tea cake either. It's um, multi. <laughs> just <laughs> go to the confectionery aisle so, in my head. Um, Maltese size, so really little, kind of pop in your mouth, um, and they are chocolate covered. We call them chocolate covered nuggets of heaven. Um, we have three flavors: salted almond butter, raw cookie dough, and raw chocolate brownie. Wow! Really simple ingredient, but just so delicious. Like. You have one and you will then have the pack and then you'll have your second pack (laughs) and it goes on and on. So it's not comparable to anything else really that exists. Mm. Um, It's completely new and they're just so good. And when do do those launch? So launch first of all in March, hoping. Um, Anyone who follows my journeys (laughs) has seen that. I always put a a launch date out and then something goes wrong with packaging or something like that. But we're really hoping it's going to be March. So fingers crossed, all goes smoothly. How do you get the ideas for the new products? Like, what inspires you with with creating these things? Um, So everyone asks me that. I almost dream in food. I come into the office and I'm like, guys, I've had a fantastic idea. (laughs) (laughs) Food is just always on my mind and I'm always just thinking about what someone else hasn't done. I think when I started the company, what we wanted to do was do twists on treats that already existed so that they were recognizable and now that I feel our brand is better known and we don't have to do something that already exists I'm trying to think about things that have not been done before Mm -hmm. so how to be as innovative as possible um and I I think there is just food around me all the time and so it's quite easy to come up with ideas yeah we're constantly and I suppose the people that are around you are passionate about it as well absolutely my team is amazing um every one of them who works with me has their own ideas and so we all brainstorm all the time um not only for new products but for our blog um which is quite a big part of our business so we're constantly thinking about what we can do I mean your Instagram makes me so hungry (laughs) so hungry (laughs) yeah I'll be sitting there with like my banana for breakfast Yeah, there is just everyone who comes into the office for a meeting, they're like, This is not an office, this is a bakery, and how do you work here? (laughs) I'm like, It's a dream come true, what can I say? Um, Is there any big trends that you're seeing in the health world this year or or anything? Um, I think that the vegan trend is, is really, really hot right now mm. um i think I th- great rita aurora song as well <laughs> I, th- I think that um sorry i am not speaking into the microphone okay. um i think that yeah everyone is catching on to the fact that you can eat all the things that you like with better ingredients and mm. you don't have to compromise anymore so everyone's definitely becoming more educated as to what they should and shouldn't be eating mm. um i think that 
there is going to be quite a, a kind of cut back on the extreme health trends. I think that people aren't really ready for that yet in the UK. So people just like a slightly healthier option. Um, kind of the middle ground, I yeah. think, is what we're going to see more of. Well, it was like the huge backlash to the cauliflower steak thing in M&S, where they're yeah. like, you can't yeah, call cauliflower it, a steak. It's just, it's yeah. just people um, aren't quite ready, mm. are they? They don't, It's not a steak, and therefore it shouldn't be called that. Yeah, I, I don't like it when they try and, and masquerade veggies as um, like a meat replace like yeah. it's not like a cauliflower will never replace a steak well it's magic if you bought it thinking it was going to taste like steak yeah, yeah. but also like a beetroot carpaccio <laughs> discuss yeah, pineapple like, carpaccio of, no yeah it's just slices of beetroot <laughs> yeah <Exactly. laughs> that's what annoys me that's what yeah. annoys me so maybe a bit more of like a balanced approach to health this year where people aren't going for like the crazy extreme diets but just wanting to make like little changes yeah i think i think that that's really important that's what we always promote as a company i think it's all about moderation not doing anything to the extreme because that's where it can get a little bit dangerous and it's all essentially about having food that tastes good and is made of good ingredients so it's a great message and one that we'll be supporting by eating lots of raw <laughs> bites. Yeah. good the salted caramel ones are oh yeah thank you so them. much for joining us Livia. thank you for having Thanks. me and if you want to find out more about Livia's kitchen how can they how can they find out so we have a website www.liviaskitchen.co.uk and my instagram is livias underscore 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 sounds really uh, sounds really weird when I say it (laughs) (laughs) don't think I've ever said it before (laughs) Livia's underscore kitchen fantastic there we go and now here's the news in brief vegan your life is about to get a whole lot tastier as the spread eagle in hackney is london's first 100 fully vegan pub so there's vegan beers there's vegan wines uh club mexicana are overseeing the food so i'm talking mexican street food they've got jackfruit burritos and um, tacos toe fish and chips it's it's going to go off so um that's in hackney and that that is open now um for those people who are trying to save money this month brasserie blank blank blanc brasserie blanc (laughs) i'm so good with french words um is currently running 50 percent off all mains monday to friday until the 11th of february dishes include shoulder and roast lake of um, suckling pig with cabbage you've got a fish curry in there with some grilled prawns you've got some crispy beef it's all going on um and lastly vault festival is kicking off on wednesday the 24th of january with a lineup of theater productions comedy shows immersive experiences and so much more i don't have the time to mention uh the festival is running for seven weeks at the vaults in waterloo and that's this week's news in brief Thank you for that amazing news and brief Alicia lovely stuff Brasserie Blanc 50% off amazing I need to work on the French words we need to work on your pronunciation 2018 goals um, so we're joined now by Arjun Sofat founder of Free Soul which is an ironic surname for someone in the health and nutrition world um, but we'll go with I've been dealing with that joke since I was three years old <laughs> and uh, now that I'm in fitness it's even more unfortunate oh god I'm sorry but I've no, yeah. jelly though we're fine <laughs> um, and Livia's still with us just because she's just, oh. she, she's great so we can have her in <laughs> um, for those that don't know please Please tell us what is FreeSoul. So FreeSoul is a female lifestyle and nutrition brand. So we take care of proteins, tablets, teas, and accessories. So we've taken about a year and a half in development. We're only three months old at the moment, uh, so still super young. Um, 
it's taken a long time because we're working with some of the leading nutritionists in the UK, primarily Dr. Adam Cunliffe. So we're just for women, um, which is kind of ironic because obviously I'm a man. Yes. Um, but it was kind We've of... noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true, true. Um, and it, it was kind of born of, out, of a, out of a negative place, but it's come, become something very, very positive. So my dad actually fell sick while I was working in the city. And through doing that, my mom started taking protein shakes and going to the gym and exercising. And I was working on the consumer markets throughout Europe uh, for Barclays Investment Bank. And I got to see what my competitors were putting into products and claiming why they were for women and the branding that they put out. So that, then Freesol was born, kind of an answer to something better. Mm. So you didn't feel like there was um, a nutrition brand on the market that was providing things that were kind of right for women? Was it that the packaging wasn't right or the product th- wasn't right? I think it was a whole host of things. So it, it's not necessarily compulsory for brands to always test their products. So you can say that you have X grams of protein or carbs or whatever, but it's not necessarily compulsory. So there weren't any brands that we came across that were necessarily being totally rigid and thorough with their testing and, and also on their innovation. So our brands, they take care of bone density, hair, skin and nails, hormonal balance, um, and then we've gone to the, the hassle of independently testing everything. Um, and then beyond that, uh, with the branding, it's empowering, it's positive. And, and no, I didn't feel that, you know, the competitors out there were necessarily doing that. Mm. Oh, the packaging is beautiful. Oh, thank you we'll, so much. We'll put a photo up um, Amazing. on the site with it. But it's the really beautiful packaging. Was that, I imagine, an important part of designing the Honestly, product? Honestly, that, that was the fun part. But I mean, like Olivia said earlier, I mean, the hard part is producing it because something goes wrong at every stage. So I think it took us four months to sketch and do the colors and do the digital proofs. It only should have really taken a month. But, mm. but with the packaging, we didn't want to just put protein in a tubs because it's already been done. There's so many brands like that already right now. Um, so we sketched, uh, sketched it from the ground up. It's all bespoke. And yeah. So so what products uh, in- are included in the range? So in our large collection, uh, we've got a protein, either vegan or whey. Uh, we've got a wake tea, a sleep tea, which is super effective. We've got uh, herbal tablets as well. So no plastic coating. We've got a nice steel shaker in there as well. I feel like I'm on Dragon's Den again. <laughs> I'm just pitching everything. Very Dragon's Den. Very Deborah Mida. Yeah. <laughs> Livia, are you investing? Are you in? Mm, you have to sell. I've got to sell a bit more. I've got to sell a bit more. Oh, you're in, we've oh, got in the hot seat. Yeah, in the hot seat. But it, for the, with your products yeah. and, and trends, do you think people are shifting to a more healthier lifestyle? Like, what, what trends have you noticed? I mean, I think one of the things that people are really shifting away from is meal replacement shakes. And, and none of our shakes are meal replacement shakes. So for those that don't know, meal replacement shake basically means when you're recommended instead of eating like a balanced diet to have a protein shake in place of that. Mm. And that's something that I, I, I just couldn't that. sign up to. I couldn't ever... But know. they were a really big thing. I remember the, a time yeah, my mum would get those slim fast chocolate ones. She'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. losing weight. Exactly. <laughs> like, mum, at some stage, you're going to have to stop eating just exactly. chocolate milkshakes. Yeah, exactly. Also, do you remember when Special K had a diet? Oh, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> drop a juice size in two weeks by eating two bowls of cereal it's a day. So oh, because that's really nutritious and delicious. <laughs> and now if you look at all the trends, it's all like whole foods, plant-based, like yeah. eat a yeah. Yeah. rainbow yeah. Eat, there was no eating a rainbow in special K was there no, it was two <laughs> colours it was freeze dried raspberries it's a bloody wheat flake <laughs> so okay so no more replacement yeah. plates and instead people want to supplement themselves exactly so I think what they want is more holistic approach so when it comes to their nutrition they want to have a supplement rather than a replacement um, but beyond nutrition as well I think people are really going on an electronic detox which is sort of fitting in with the wellness theme that we're going through right now so trying to get off social media a little bit you know have some a break from Instagram 
Instagram. Olivia's looking wide. Yeah, Olivia's like, no, thank you. I mean, Olivia's been Snapchatting for the last 10 minutes. She's basically been on stories since we've been here. Instagram stories in my life. We're on a Facebook Live currently. I love stories. I love, and also she's good for the weather update because sometimes, because she's up earlier than me and I watch her stories and she's like, I'm on the way to the gym and it's cold. I'm like, okay, so I'll pack a jumper. I sometimes get messages being like, you haven't done a story this morning and I don't know what to wear. So, but I do agree with you though that I think mm. people are moving away a little bit uh, mm. not moving away from social but they're learning to take breaks so we're yeah. figuring out that we shouldn't sleep like we're having our phones five exactly. minutes yeah. Yeah. in our hands yeah and- for sure and that's one of the reasons our sleep is selling pretty well because people are finding it difficult to sleep now like they're holding their phones until the minute they fall asleep and that's really not good when you're trying to get to bed mm. so the sleep tea can really help with that so I think it's more people what's in are the mo- sleep tea? So it is moringa leaf, uh, licorice, lime flower, and apple pieces. So it's super effective. Knocks you right out. Amazing. I need some of that. Yeah. Well, mm. because of Olivia's stories, I know she doesn't sleep very well. Yeah. So There's a tube coming your too. way, yeah, Olivia. Amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So um, if people want um, want to find out more about the products, mm-hmm. like how can they buy them? Where, where can so they find So we're online you? at herfreesoul.com or on Instagram at freesoulsisters with an A because it's extra cool. <laughs> <laughs> It is so edgy. Of course, very edgy. Yeah, fantastic. And on social, and on social, it's at Free Soul Sisters. Fantastic. Well, yeah. we will be trying something. We'll let you know how we get on with Amazing. it. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Thank guys. you for having me. This is the AT, the About Time Podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. This week's episode of the AT is kindly sponsored by our very own lunchtime heroes, Meal Pal. For those that don't know, MealPal helps you get a tasty lunch from the very best restaurants in your city. Simply choose a meal plan that suits you, whether that's a 12-meal lunch plan for $4.79 a meal or a 20-meal lunch plan for $4.39 a meal, and be safe in the knowledge that you'll be getting a tasty meal every lunchtime. It couldn't be easier. Choose from 100 local restaurants offering meals every weekday. Skip the queue, eat, enjoy and repeat. You can enjoy everything from salads to poke, burgers and bowls for a price that cannot be beaten. We say download the MealPal app today or check out the MealPal website to mix up your lunchtime. So our final slot of today's podcast, uh, the review section. Our favourite where we get to slate things. <laughs> no, or talk very nicely about restaurants yes. in London. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, Giles, where have you been? Oh my God. I, I feel like I always have to preface with whatever I say by saying, well, it's not cheap, but... Oh my God, I went to this place on Charlotte Street that's just opened called Kazoo and it is a sushi restaurant. It is unbelievable. It's actually the best sushi I've, I've never ever. seen you like this about a restaurant. I'm I've actually honestly, quite intrigued. Oh my God, I've never had sushi like it. It's stripped back. The decor is not, like the decor doesn't exactly match the price tag on the sushi. It's very like low-key, wooden, sort of Japanese, just really, really minimalist. If I have one critique of the decor, it's a little bit bright, which is I love always... that you're saying decor. Yeah, decor. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a home programme. But I always find Japanese restaurants are too well lit. Like they're not mm. atmospheric. They're always really... There's one around the corner that's like fluorescent. Um, it was a little bit too lit. But the food was unbelievable. How was... much are we talking for Mackie Rolls? Oh God. Okay. So we're talking 16 quid for some Mackie Rolls. Sorry, what? Yeah. Four quid for seared salmon, like two pieces. No, one piece. Right, one piece. But if you like, hear me out, I am willing to pay when it's unbelievable quality. And it was one of those meals that I just don't think 
I'd ever be able to match. Like, I don't yes. think I can ever actually have Japanese again. I feel like I've been ruined for Japanese. The sushi was unbelievable. The fish was all so fresh. And they did, like, playful little things with the sushi. But it wasn't too far. So, like, it might be, like, a yuzu sauce on something. Or, like, the the seaweed salad had a bit of sesame dressing. Like, little touches. But it wasn't one of those, like, heavy, overdone Japanese meals where it's, like, loads of mayonnaise and, like, it's all too rich. It was very light, but all the flavours were unbelievable. Dessert let it down, but I think that's a test of a good Japanese restaurant when dessert's rubbish. Agreed. When have you ever had a good Japanese dessert? Mochi. What, oh my gosh, what did we have the other day that actually wasn't that nice? Some weird... Green tea. Ice, green, green tea, tea ice cream. Green tea and yeah. ice cream. Tastes like fish pond. But um, the, I would recommend getting the Charlotte roll, which is salmon and avocado roll topped with tuna, yellowtail, sea bass and avocado. It's like a lot of fish, but so, yeah. you don't like fish, so you're not my market. Honestly, and it was, and you, you just saw me, my so facial expression. It's not it. happy. If you like fish and you like Japanese, please, please, please go to Kazu on Charlotte Street. It was unreal. Is there a good veggie sushi? Uh, didn't try it. Was very excited by the fatty tuna. I'm sure there is. I, I actually think they can do no bad. I reckon that's probably amazing. Great. So if you need something extra special, if you're proposing... I'd love it if someone went and proposed just because of me. Please propose that at Kazu on the Charlotte ring, Street. Hit the ring in some geysers. Yeah. <laughs> Geysers, Jimmy, geysers. Geysers. <laughs> Where have you been eating, Alicia? Um, well, you know, if I haven't mentioned already before, I'm on this veganuary. Yeah, we've noticed. Yeah, yeah thank you. I mean, I'm going to get it tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> um, I went to Koya Mayfair. Swanky. Very swanky. Um, weirdly, all the waitresses look like they work at Qatar Airways. They're just <laughs> all in the same dress. And it was just quite odd, the waitresses. But anyway, they the bar's quite you know throbbing the music but they take take you through um this nice little corridor to the restaurant a very light atmospheric there's an open plan kitchen so i was there to try the vegan menu Mm. um and what i liked about this vegan menu is there was no tofu there was no fake meats or fake cheeses there was nothing trying to masquerade Mm. as meat or fish it was just next level veggie dishes just it was just a relentless spread of flavours. Um, and it it kicked off with uh, corn tortillas and um, table-side guacamole. Oh, I love was... table-side guacamole so much. <laughs> right. It's one of those weird little touches where you're like, yes, I want you to make my guacamole by the side of the table. I do enjoy that. What? It's such a big thing in America. Yeah. Why is it not made it to British shores yet? It's so true. In San Diego, you can't not have guacamole at the table. You, you have to fight them off to do it. Yeah. But yeah. We should open a restaurant that just does tableside guacamole. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so what do they bring after um, that? So, and then uh, we had the most unbelievable uh, cauliflower dish uh, with shaved winter truffle on top. Mm-hmm. And it was, and the thing with truffle in dishes is that truffle runs the risk of stealing the show. Mm. And it did. But it was, it was. But you were happy bloody, about yeah, it. Yeah, it was bloody marvelous. Um, <laughs> and they had uh, miso and aubergine together, char char grilled. When's, when does that n- not taste good? Yeah, it's match made in heaven. And there was, they did the most beautiful grilled mushrooms, forest mushrooms, and they cooked it in such a way that actually it tasted really meaty. Mm. The mushroom was really delicious. It sounds like it was all quite hearty, which is what I definitely look for in a veggie-based yes. menu. Um, and they did um, a, a risotto-style pumpkin dish with caramelised pumpkin on top. Again, a winner. Um, Sounds very good. And dessert? Um, a chocolate, a, a dark chocolate with um, lime sorbet and mango and caramelised walnuts. Oh, my God. It was so good. We haven't had dinner and this is not... I'm like, can, I, can we end this? Because I really want to eat now. It was... Was it, was it pricey? 
50 pounds per person Oof. okay which but you get about seven courses mm. okay fair and you're at that point you're a bit like I, i'm actually really full yeah and it's not like a oh i could go home and you know, <laughs> yeah. eat a piece of i've toast. definitely had tasting menus where we've gone out for like pasta afterwards that's the worst <sighs> so at least it was filling yeah it was really good and the thing with a lot of these vegan menus is they contain a lot of grains. Where this one didn't really. It only had obviously it's Peruvian, Coyomefer's Peruvian. So we had some quinoa. Again, really great. It was a simple side dish, and they did an amazing sautéed kale with some goji berries and walnuts. Fantastic. Cracking. Okay, go. I think both those recommendations, Koyo yeah. and Kazu, they are our restaurants of the week, and we say you have to go try them and let us know if you do. Brilliant. If you have anywhere that you'd like us to check out or any recommendations, anything like that, tweet us at the underscore 80 show and we will get back to you. Until next week, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. been listening to the at for more of the best things to do in london and beyond visit abouttimemagazine.co.uk or follow us at about time mag this has been a candy store production for about time magazine hosted by angelica malin and alicia grimshaw and produced by van connor spirit body by ketzer appears under creative commons 3.0 visit ketzermusic.com for more with recording facilities in partnership with jova london head to jovalondon.com for more information